This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Pastor Ray Cochran invites you to the Feast of Pentecost celebration at New Beginnings Church, 4100 Forest Hill Boulevard in West Palm Beach. This Friday night, May 17th at 7.30 p.m. and on Sunday, May 19th at 11 a.m. and 7.30 p.m. Come experience the wind, power, and glory of the Holy Spirit with special guest Prophet Sanders from South Carolina. That's this Friday, May 17th, and Sunday, May 19th at New Beginnings Church, 4100 Forest Hill Boulevard, West Palm Beach. For more information, 817-919-8321. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2013-2014 school year. If you live in St. Lucie County and have a desire for your child's education to include Christian values and principles, then we want to meet you. Golden Rule Academy offers small class sizes, caring Christian educators, sports, and both accelerated and paced ESE programs. Free K-12 grade scholarships are available and going fast. Call today, 464-1597. Again, that's 464-1597. Golden Rule Academy, training up children in the way they should go for over eight years. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. There comes a time in our life where we've got to quit worrying about what everybody else thinks we are, and we've got to come to a point where we know who we are, and understand that God's called us, appointed us, and sent us. Amen? You say, well, I don't want everybody to think that about me. Well, you've got to get to a place where it don't matter what anybody thinks about you. And you've got to be willing to do whatever God's called you to do. You've got to be willing to risk your reputation. Amen. Well, the reputation in my family is we're just all very non-emotional people. My daddy didn't express his emotions. His granddaddy before him didn't express his devotion, emotions. And I don't express my emotions. Yeah, yeah, right. I saw you at the Super Bowl party. Huh? I saw you watching the NBA Finals. Huh? When LeBron stepped off at half court and went flying in the air like a dove and dropped the ball in the bucket. I saw you come up out of the chair. Hmm? Listen, until we are willing to be misunderstood, we will never leave the borderland of security. I'll try it again. Until we are willing to be misunderstood, we will never leave the borderland of security. Huh? Our church didn't become like it is by being like everybody else. I mean, you know that's true, amen? So what are you talking about, Pastor? Listen, I mean, you know there are churches within five miles of here that only minister to upper-class white people. Huh? Upper-middle-class white people. That's all it is. It's, it's the only church. They, they, they don't have a lot of hurting people. They don't got a lot of emotional problems. They don't got a lot of people struggling in their church. You say, well, 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 well what do you mean? In other words... 
They don't let a certain type of person come to their church. People that dress certain ways, people that act certain ways. How many know the kingdom of God is not just about upper white middle class people? Hmm? How many know it's about all people? Huh? And it's not about all people that seem to have it together. Huh? You can look around this place and know that a lot of us ain't got it really together and we need Jesus. Hmm? I believe that if God is going to move our house out of average and out of mediocrity, then He's going to have to move us into being a church that really can impact this city. And I don't care, you know, what kind of people it are. How many of you know that that means that we're going to have to say, you know what? I don't care what the rest of the city thinks about me. I don't care what they think about me down at the, at the mayor's office. I don't care what they think about me down at the sheriff's office. Let the prostitutes come. Let the drug addicts come. Let the lost come. Let the down and out come. Let the businessmen come. Let the divorced come. Let them all come. The man who has a habit, the woman who's trapped in sin, let them all come. Let them in the church. Let's get them in here. Let's put some word in them. Let's put some truth in them. Let's see them get set free. Let them come in here and be born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. Let them get a touch from God that will change their life forever. We are not concerned about the reputation of this church concerning people. Huh? Come on now. We are concerned about the kingdom of God. Somebody ought to praise Him. I believe our church is supposed to be made up of all kinds of people. Upper class, middle class, no class. Let them come. Huh? Because God's house is not just made up of one kind of people. It's made up of all kinds of people. It's made up of black people and brown people and yellow people and white people and tall people and short people and fat people and mean people and nasty people and good people and kind people. God's house got all kinds of people in it. Huh? Oh, Jesus. All kinds of people ought to fill this house up. Well, I don't want them in here. They got a Jezebel spirit. Let all the Jezebels come. Let them come. We'll give them truth. I don't care what kind of Jezebel spirit is. It cannot stand in the word of truth. Huh? But how many know in order to do that, in order to love people, we are going to have to risk being misunderstood? Huh? What are you talking about? There's a lot of meetings I have been uninvited to, just so you know what kind of pastor you got. I get more uninvites than I get invites these days. Hmm? Oh, I can't believe you let divorced people serve in your church. What are you doing? I can't believe you let them young people come to youth group after they've had a baby out of wedlock. But what are you going to do? I mean, really? They need Jesus. Just because they had a baby out of that wedlock doesn't mean it's too late for them. My God, they need a father. They need a mother. They need instruction. They need help. They need Jesus. I want to be that kind of church. I'm about to preach up and down Edwards Road right now if y'all don't shout some more. Huh? I can't believe you let all those people. I saw them six months ago hanging out at the bar, tipping beer, out there on the dance floor trying to take their clothes off. Well, where were you doing there? Let me tell you this. If they hear, they're going to get blood washed, blood bought, cleansed and sanctified. Justified by the cross. Somebody say, I'm risking my reputation. See, most of the time when you hear about certain church people, especially when they say things like, you know that crazy woman that stands over there in the corner? Dances all the time. 
so loud. You know what they're really saying? I wish I was that free. I wish I could do that. I wish I had what it took to leave the aisle and get up front and dance like her without worrying about what anybody thinks about me. Huh? Come on now. Because how many of the only people that want to preserve their reputation are really people that have not yet become comfortable with who Jesus made them to be? Hmm? When I really, truly realize that my life is in Him and He is in me, do you know what? Your opinion of me doesn't really move me. Say whatever you want. Because I'm in Him and He's in me. And I'm really only concerned with what He thinks about me. And you know what He really thinks about me is pretty cool. He loves me with an everlasting love. I'm the apple of His eye. He's my champion. I'm His prize. He died for me. He gave it all for me. He thinks I'm great. He thinks I'm smart. He thinks I'm handsome. Hmm? That's what my daddy thinks about me. I can do no wrong in my daddy's eyes. I mean, that's the heart of a real father. Huh? Number two, the second thing that he asked them to do is this. The Bible says that somebody did find out those young guys were hiding there, and they went and told the king of Jericho, and he sent two men down there to Rahab's place, and they came looking for him. And it's interesting what Joshua did here. You know, Moses sent 12 spies, and only two came back with a good report. So Joshua decides, well, I ain't sending 12. I'm just going to send two. He learned something from 40 years previously. I'm going to send two spies. And they went to Rahab's house, and the Bible says there came men from the city that were looking for him, and she put them up on the thatch roof, and she said, lay down, be very still, don't move, don't make a sound. See, listen, second of all, if you're really going to become this person of impact that God's called you to be and leave the borderline behind and risk your reputation, listen to me very carefully. There may come a time when you have to risk your life. See, this is a hard message to preach in a church that talks about blessing all the time because people don't want to talk about having to lay down their life. But if we're really going to be the people that God wants us to be, we've got to be willing to risk our life. Come on now. Now, I'm going to say some things. I'm going to say them pretty quick, so I want you to stay with me because these things really need to be said. I think every believer needs to hear this. The invitation to come to Jesus in America blows my mind. We hear invitations like this. Come to Jesus and He'll heal you. Come to Jesus. He'll set you free. Come to Jesus. He'll work for you. Come to Jesus. He'll meet all your needs. Come to Jesus. He'll do everything that you need Him to do. Come to Jesus. It's almost like the church has become an auction house and Jesus is up on the auction block. And we're just trying to auction Jesus off to whoever needs help. But listen, the real invitation in the kingdom of God is not come to Jesus and He'll do for you. Come to Jesus and He'll heal you. Come to Jesus and He'll work for you. Come to Jesus and you'll be happy. Come to Jesus, He'll make you feel good. Come to Jesus, He'll give you joy. The real invitation in the kingdom of God is this. Take up your cross and follow Me. Take up a symbol of death. See, how many of you understand that the the Bible is a bloody book? It's bloody. Bloody book. The cross 
You know, we got wear gold and we got the cross around our neck. Cross is a terrible place. A place of brutality. A place of pain, a place of suffering. It's a very bloody, bloody, bloody place. And he says, I want you to take up your cross, the symbol of death, and follow me. In other words, come here to the altar, lay down your life, die to yourself. Die to yourself. And then I'll raise you up into what I want you to be. I'll do it, not you do it. I'll raise you up. I know this is hard, but listen. If you're not willing to die, you can never live. If you're not willing to give it all up, you can never have it all. I know it's heavy, but it's the truth. Listen, we have to be willing to risk our lives if we're going to impact cities. We have to be willing to, to, to understand that it could cost us everything. It could cost us everything. Sometimes it could cost us our life. Sometimes our life might be required of us. Sometimes in order to do the will of God, it may cost you your career. I noticed I didn't get any amens on that one because the truth is that's been happening a lot. Mm. And if you cannot risk it, there's no promised land. You spend your whole life in the borderland. You spend your whole life right on the edge of the Jordan. Listen, I'm just trying to be real with you today. Uh, you know, and... Sometimes we preach here and the word is, you know, uplifting and we go out feeling like we're number, God's number one child and blessed. But the truth is, is that it could require your life. It really could. And there's been a lot of people that have come right to the door of crossing over, but when the major decisions come, they go, nope, can't do that. I just can't do it. Some of you in this room, God's not asking you to take a martyr's bullet. But He could. But for most of us, you know what He's doing? He's asking us this. Or something like this. Will you please give up some of your free time on Saturday? Huh? And, and, and once a month and let me use you in an outreach ministry? Will you please give me two weeks out of your one-month vacation that you